Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. This morning as I was um, spending time just praying and and meditating, the the whole idea came to me again. Just this whole principle, that this whole uh, this whole thing, you know, it's just how we constantly are looking for the atmosphere of the glory of God. We're looking for the atmosphere of God in our meetings. We're looking for the atmosphere of God in the things that we do. And so we, we're always looking for some kind of manifestation of the glory of God, you know, some kind of manifestation that God is in our midst. We, we, we look for some kind of evidence that God is there. But we are looking in the wrong place. In the Old Testament, it was very important. In the Old Testament, to have to see God manifesting was very important. We see that with Moses, that the cloud came into the into the tent of meeting and dwelt there while Moses was there. We see it on top of the mountain. We see it traveling with them. And it was all evidence. And even then, they still did not connect with God by faith. They just, it was all evidence of of that God was there, and yet they still said, Moses, you talk to us. You know, God was revealing himself to them physically, a physical evidence, and they still couldn't get it. They still did their own thing, We and we know the story. In And this scripture came to me was in, um, what is this? 1 Kings chapter 8, and we see... Solomon's f- finished building the the temple, and when they finished building the temple, and they brought in um, into the the the, the temple, um, they took up the chest of God and carried up the chest and the tent of meeting and all the holy vessels that went with the tent, and King Solomon and the whole congregation of Israel were all there. At the at the the chest, which is the ark of the covenant, worshiping and sacrificing huge numbers of sheep and cattle, so many that no one could keep track. And then the priest brought the the ark of the covenant of God to its place in the inner sanctuary, the holy of holies, under the wings of the cherubim. And the the outspread wings of the cherubim stretched over the 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 ark of the covenant and its poles. So. They bring all of that in. And then it says, verse 10 and 11, And when the priests priests left the holy place, a cloud filled the temple of God, and the priests couldn't carry out their priestly duties because of the cloud. The glory of God filled the temple of God. The glory of God filled the temple of God. Now we see this on a, a few occasions, I mean, besides in the times of Moses, but we see this on a few occasions where a cloud comes in to the the temple a 
physical kind of very evident, visible clown comes in, the glory cloud fills the temple of God and everybody's, you know, touched. And, you know, in, in one, in another case, it says all, everybody fell down. They couldn't minister. Um, it says here, yeah, the priests couldn't carry out their priestly duties because of the cloud. It, it just captured everybody. And, you know, thank God for those, those incident incidents or those, those instances, these these breakthroughs into the into the natural realm from the supernatural realm. I remember going back a number of years ago. I was really, really praying about what God wanted me to do. Uh, Michelle and I had planted a church, and I didn't think it was working. It actually was, but I didn't have any input. And my long story short, I packed it up, handed everything over to somebody else and went back and started studying marketing and just wanted to attend church. Didn't want to be in ministry anymore, just wanted to be a businessman. And God speaks to me and says, no, but I've called you to do that and tells me to move back to the city where I was from. So when we arrived there, I said, God, this time I don't want to start anything in the same way that everybody starts things. I want to know that it's you. I want to know that this is your direction. This is what you've called me to do and called us to do. And so I began to pray and seek God. And, and I, I didn't even understand what we were going to do. I just said, God, I'm here. You sent me to the city. And I, I, I just want to surrender. I want the supernatural in my life. And I began to seek God, seek God. And I, I prayed. I, I was listening to um, some teachings about um, about God using people and 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 I just came to a place of brokenness and surrender and and intercession, uh, just crying out to God. <laughs> Some of the leaders didn't like it too much, but what happened was in that process suddenly God um, revealed Himself to me, and for two weeks He revealed He encounter I, it was like nearly a physical encounter to me i encountered god for two weeks but at the end of the two weeks what happened was suddenly he, he used the lord was waking me up every night the spirit of god was waking me up every night in the middle of the night and calling me into our um, sitting room into our lounge area and there i would i would walk in and and the the presence of God was so real that it would just overwhelm me. And, and God would teach me and minister to my heart and by, the, by His Spirit and speak the Word into my heart and, and highlight things that I knew that I'd heard but didn't pay much attention to. And anyway, so it was a two-week process and a lot happened in that two weeks. But at the end of the two weeks, suddenly one night I woke up and the, the, the Spirit of God hadn't woken me. So I went into the sitting room and I said, God, what are you, what are you saying to me? You know, wh where are you? Why aren't, and I began to repent. I'm so sorry I, that I've missed you, that, that I've, I've been insensitive. I've caused you to leave me. And, and suddenly after, a, you know, bawling and squalling for I don't know how long and repenting and laying on the floor and sobbing my heart out because I wanted that back, suddenly the Spirit of God said to me, Sean, be quiet. And, and I said, yes, Lord. And I, I, and I just sat there. And the Lord said, Sean, I didn't call you to walk by sight. I called you to walk by faith. And I will never do this in your life again because I, didn't, I do not want you to be led by what you feel. 
I did this for a reason in your life, at this point in your life, but I will never do this again because I want you to walk by faith. I want you to walk by faith in my word. I want you to walk by faith in what I'm speaking to your heart to do. And the Lord said, if you keep on looking for signs and you keep looking for feelings and you keep looking for physical manifestations, the time will come where you will be deceived. And the Lord said, I do not want you to go that way. So the work is done. And now I want you from this point onwards to walk by faith. And I have every day walked by faith since then. Not looking for signs on the outside, looking for evidence on the outside. And this morning, this scripture specifically where the glory cloud comes into the temple. And I thought about that was the atmosphere. You know, they, everybody, it was like the stamp of approval on, on the what Solomon had built and what they were doing. And, and they were so excited. And yet the people of Israel still went off the rails. The atmosphere, the glory of God is the atmosphere. Where is the glory today? Well, then this scripture came to me and I thought about this. And, and he says, um, if the spirit of, God, of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. You see, that's why Jesus came and did what he did for us on the cross by identifying with us, with our sin, with our sin nature, with our unrighteousness, with our transgressions, identifying with our humanity, identifying with the treason of Adam, identifying with our sickness, identifying with our with our lack of peace, so that we could be become new creatures in Christ and become uh, be, be put into right standing with God, to be brought into righteousness, be taken out of unrighteousness, taken out of the authority of Satan, placed in his kingdom by the Father, empowered by the Spirit, recreated, but recreated for a reason. And that re reason is so that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead could dwell in us and raise us from the dead. And that from now on, we would, as he walks in the newness of life, we can walk in the newness of life. So as he identified with us in our fallen state, in our broken state, in our separated state from God, we can identify him now in his risen state, in his state of life and in his, the, the state of righteousness and the state of kinglyship, kingship, not kinglyship, in kingship <laughs> and in his priesthood. We can identify with him now. We are in him. And so where is the atmosphere of God right now? Well, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, and this is the scripture that came to me was, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you're not your own property. You were bought with a price. No man bought you. 
No man bought you, so no man possesses you. No man owns you. You were bought with a price. That's what Satan hates is because, and that's what, that's, that's what the demonic forces of the earth hate because they cannot possess you. They cannot own you. You were bought with a price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So then honor and glorify God with your body. And I want to say to you, regardless of where you are, this is not just for church meetings. You understand? is that you are a temple of the Holy Ghost. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, giving life. The atmosphere of God now, the glory, the Shekinah glory of God, the cloud that, that Solomon and the priests and the people experience in the temple is now in you, in you, in you. You carry the atmosphere. You're not looking for an atmosphere. You are the atmosphere. And, and you are, I mean, you know, is that you take it with you. You're not looking for a thermostat. You are the thermostat. You are the setting for the atmosphere. You bring the atmosphere into your workplace, into your business, into your company, into your organization. You bring the atmosphere. You are the atmosphere in that sense because you are a temple of his atmosphere. You are a container of the glory, the Shekinah glory of God now. Isn't that incredible? What a miracle. Isn't that amazing? We're still looking, you know, we're trying to have conjure up some kind of meeting to get some kind of atmosphere going in a meeting. Amazing that Adam never had meetings. Adam walked in, in the atmosphere of God because he carried the atmosphere of God. <laughs> he, he was in the atmosphere of God because the atmosphere of God was in him. And that's the same for you today. Let's not be trying to create atmosphere. When you go to work, you are the atmosphere. You bring the atmosphere of the kingdom of God to where you are because that's what the glory is. The glory is bringing his atmosphere, bringing his kingdom culture into where you are, into the hospital where you work, into the office where you work, into the military where you are, wherever you are, into the, into the parliament, into the house of representatives, into the, wherever, into the legislation, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you bring the atmosphere of God. Oh, I'm telling you, you will have things coming against you, but you don't have to, excuse me, you don't have to fear that because God is dwelling within you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Glory to God. And that's the thought I want to leave with you today. I really want to impress this upon, meditate on this. That's why 1 John chapter 4, 4 says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We need to become God inside-minded, glory inside-minded, atmosphere inside-minded, and stop running after trying to create. I mean, we make such a big thing. Oh, they saw, you know, somebody says, they, there was glory in that meeting. It's like, oh, everybody's got to get to the glory of that meeting. You've got the glory in your meeting. You're it. Every time you meet with God, the glory is manifested. Inside of you, your spirit being is a new creation in Christ, full, infused, <laughs> permeated 
with the atmosphere of God. You are now the temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you. Which whom you've re- whom, not it, whom the person, the governor of heaven, whom you've received as a gift from God. You were bought with a price, purchased with the precious blood of Jesus. So now you honor and glorify God with your body. How? By being a carrier, by being a a a channel in that sen- in a sense, or or a a vessel of the atmosphere of God wherever you go. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> well, that's exciting. Hey, listen, that's what the, my thought for you today. Meditate on that and you are a blessing. Go and transform the world around you with the atmosphere of God wherever you are right now. All right, until next time, this is Sean saying God bless you.